Welcome to the Wind Down. It's your girl Kels. And your girl Tia. And on today's episode, we ain't really ain't got no topic for y'all. We just finna, you know what I'm saying, kick it. Kick it, kiki. We ain't talked to y'all in a while. We miss y'all. What's going on? Yeah, we, um, it's a many of things that's happened in the since, world. Yeah. Since the last time we've checked in. Yeah. Um... Well, let's just get it out there real quick because we don't want to spend our whole episode talking about it. Omicron, Amarion, Tristan Thompson, oh as they calling it these oh days. It's more of Amarion and more Tristan Thompson than Amarion. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's trying it's, to COVID trying to sneak up in there, put us on lockdown again. And it lowers, spreading it wide. Man, I took a uh, trip to New York for my birthday. You had to have that vaccination card. Now, everybody's saying you got to have a vaccination card, even here in Chicago. Yeah, so, it's a mandate. You know, now it's like, uh, but people I've, getting vaccinated, people not getting vaccinated. No, like, I've, I've heard that it's like businesses, um, business, not businesses, but business has slowed down. Yeah, significantly. Um, because of that. And I was talking to someone, they said they had went to the gym and it was like, nobody's there. Yeah. Um, and like dining, you know, places is people not really dining in. And um, even now, like, because they're saying since they have the vaccine for kids, mm-hmm. that even kids can't go in restaurants unless they have yeah. a vaccination card. Yeah, so, unless you're over under the age of five. Five, right. So a lot, five and under. A lot of um, businesses are suffering because of that. Because mm-hmm. people can't, you know, aren't taking their kids if they don't want to get vaccinated. Um, the other thing that I saw. Um, I know that this was a thing within a couple companies was that they were requiring you to become vaccinated. And if you didn't get vaccinated, you had to do a uh, weekly testing mm-hmm. and you lost all of your COVID benefits. Mm-hmm. But, um, the U S Supreme court just came back oh, and was like, yeah, yeah, they just came back and was like, that's not, uh, lawful. Is it lawful? That's not legal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, unconstitutional. Yes, yeah, unconstitutional because now you're forcing people to do something so that way they can um, live. You know, pretty much yeah. make a living. I was hearing that it was two two arguments. Mm-hmm. One was against OSHA, and that's mm-hmm. what it was the OSHA regulation. Yeah, and it was another one that they didn't make a decision on. Um, they're waiting for the states to come back. So it's kind of like on hold. I forget what it's called, but the you, what you're talking about was the OSHA um, regulation where it was like jobs of what was the the mandate was jobs who had a hundred or more employees. Yeah, they had to uh, get vaccinated or they were going to be fined. Yeah, and so but the crazy thing is people who didn't plan on getting vaccinated but didn't want to lose their job. Got vaccinated anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's like, and you know, even bef- before Omarion, right? <laughs> there was a nor- a nurse shortage, and you know, a, a employee shortage. It still is. Yeah, but specifically for what I'm about to say, nurses. Now you know, with the CDC saying that you um can go back to work. After five days, right? When it used to be what fourteen, you had to take fourteen two weeks or, or ten, ten days, days, ten to fourteen days. Um, if you're vaccinated, you can go out 
back to work after five days, but you have to wear your mask the whole time for yeah. the extra five days. Well, why don't you just keep people at home for the 10 days? Right. That makes no sense. Yeah. Then it's like they're saying, oh, because of the, 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 um, employee, employee shortage. Mm-hmm. Now they need those, um, nurses and doctors both specifically for nurses i was watching something it was a a nurse she said that she had covid she was covid positive and they told her instead of quarantining they told her just to work on the covid floor Mm -hmm. crazy but you fire people you fire people yeah because they didn't want to get vaccinated you wouldn't have had this problem if you didn't fire all these people you know what I just saw on um, the shade room that Nike <laughs> was going to fire all their unvaccinated employees by January 15th. So that passed. I don't waiting for the update. No, it's today. Waiting yeah. for the update to see what happens. That's crazy. But like they slogan, they just going to do it. Probably, I mean, but the, but the thing is, how are you firing people and it's an employee shortage? Mm-hmm. Over the vaccine, and what we can see is that even with the vaccine, you can still catch COVID. Yeah, you can still catch it. Listen. So, what's the point of firing unvaccinated people in the first place? You can still catch it, but that's like we know this to be true because what half of <laughs> the people that we know, yeah, like are vaccinated and caught COVID. I caught COVID, but I was um. I was, I'm trying to think, was it an article that I was reading? No, I was watching um, The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and it was a clip from, with Charlamagne and God, and he was doing his donkey of the day. Yeah. And he did the donkey of the day to the CDC director. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, you know, the problem he's having, and the problem a lot of people have is... People that have, you know, the powers that be, just just say you don't know. Yeah. Stop portraying it as you know, and you have the all the answers, and you right. don't, and you continue to say you know, you know, you know, and you have to backpedal and backpedal and backpedal and backpedal. Right. And so, she was on Good Morning America last week. Was it earlier this week, or was it last week? Something like, I want to say it was last week. Good Morning America, right? Mm-hmm. And... She was saying how the majority, 75% of people who have died from COVID had four or more pre-existing conditions. That's not the term. She didn't use the terminology pre-existing conditions, but that's what it is. So he was saying, he was giving her document today because every time she goes in front of the media, even though... She tries to get media training. Mm-hmm. She says something, puts her foot in her mouth, and then right. has to backpedal. Right. And so he was like, "Early, remember, um, early, early on, when vaccines dropped, the people who were against vaccinations and like was just, I guess, conversation about COVID in general was like, well, healthier individuals, even if they catch COVID, that the likeliness of them dying is lower." And so that was in the beginning, you know, of the whole pandemic, that was a thing. Like older people, people with pre-existing conditions were at the 
um, the most vulnerable. Yeah. So then they changed it. They was like, oh no, that's not it. What a, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now she's going back and saying mm-hmm. 75% of people who are hospitalized and died were already sick. Yeah. And not even just the fact they were not just die from complications to COVID. Like they were going to, they were like sick. severely ill. Yeah. It's forever so unfolding. COVID, yeah, so then COVID just exacerbated everything else. Everything else. Mm-hmm. So basically, you told all these people that who are healthy individuals, you know, who don't have any pre-existing conditions, not talking about if they do have COVID, yeah, they're going to yeah survive, yeah. or even not possibly not even be hospitalized, right? So it's kind of like the trust that people have for leadership is starting to dwindle a little yeah, bit because everything you you you're saying either is some levels of untruth there but yeah it's crazy i mean amarion is crazy you know they say like okay is the the strain is not as deadly but still my thing is even if you are you know you've made the choice for yourself to get vaccinated and to get boosted you don't want the you don't want COVID either. Yeah, yeah. Because from what I understand, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if you are vaccinated, that vaccine is supposed to prevent you from getting the disease. If you think about when we were coming up, and people they were people who would be vaccinated against like measles mm-hmm. or the chicken pox, is to prevent you from getting it and transmitting it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that's what they were putting out there in the beginning that it was supposed to keep you from, but really it's going to lessen the symptoms and that's what they should have been telling people because if you can still get it and if you ask anybody who's vaccinated who tests positive for COVID their symptoms are just less than if they would have not been vaccinated and that's really what they should have been saying as opposed to putting it out there but sometimes the people who get it it makes them asymptomatic so they don't even know if they have it or not and are passing it along to others so that's the other side of it is that you don't even know you know Yeah, but I'm saying, but even less than other symptoms, that's very, that's, that's relative Mm -hmm. because even there's people who don't, that are not, we know this even before the vaccine came out that got COVID, but weren't severely sick. I mean, yeah, me. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people that I know Mm -hmm. who got COVID weren't severely sick and some had were sick, but they weren't sick enough to be hospitalized. hospitalized. Right. Because right. I've had the flu before, multiple times, and I've had where I was throwing up, I had a fever, I had to, you see, and I mean, that's not COVID, but it's similar in the way of where you're, like, sick as a dog, like, okay, you have a high temperature, mm-hmm. you, you know, either if there's any levels of congestion, um, some people have diarrhea and vomiting, um, the difference is like with COVID, you had well the the original strand, not with uh Omicron, but the original, the original strand, you last lose, winter, uh, two right, years ago, let, loss of a taste and smell, mm-hmm. um, shortness of breath, all of those things. And people are still experiencing that though. Yeah, like they still. Are. I'm gonna let you finish. No, but I'm, but what I'm saying is, even before the um. Even before the vaccine, 
you have people that weren't severely sick. Yeah. Right? And I looked at the numbers, and I'm like, the percentage of people that's likely to die from COVID um, or severely be hospitalized is small. It's yeah. not, it's not, compared to people who get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's a virus. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, but the number of people who are actually going into the hospital for it is significantly lower. Lower, mm-hmm. but they don't say that though. No, because they want to put out the the larger number of to, people to put who it could... out there. To right. Scare, I'm not gonna say it's a scare tactic, but to kind of scare people into doing what they want them to do. Yeah. And they're kind of overlooking your personal choice. That plus it's like going back to what I was saying with Charlemagne and God. Be honest yeah. and just say, we don't know. Hopefully, this these measures will work. Mm-hmm. And if, and but we're trying to see if they will. Yeah. But we don't know if they will or if they won't. But they go out as if it's a like, matter of fact. Like, for sure, this is going to work. And it's shown that it has not. Yeah. And I'm going to just give them the benefit of the doubt of being human. You know, because like with parenting, right? You're like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and it's going to work. And it probably won't. And it probably won't. But you've read the books. You've taken the classes. You've talked to your other parenting friends. And I'm being in the context yeah. of your doctors. You've been to seminars. You've been, and you're saying, no, this is going to work. You don't know if it's going to work. But it's fine. But I respect but parents. Using that analogy of parenting. I respect parents say and say, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm going to try. But I'm going to try this. Exactly. And I guess that's the scary part about it is because people in the beginning, I mean, even still now, were dying, mm-hmm. like dying a lot. Mm-hmm. So to say. were up. There was a, 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 a lower bed and all of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you say with, with this, well, we're just going to try because we don't really know, that puts everybody else on edge because mm-hmm. people are dying from this. Mm-hmm. And you're saying you don't know. It's like. Uh, you know, but hopefully that you know everybody just continues to stay as safe as you can. Practice whatever safety measures you're taking um, to keep your body healthy, keep your family healthy, friends, children, whatever. Because by being winter and the virus kind of mutating into what are they call it, flu rona, mm-hmm. you know, m- mixing with the flu and then becoming this whole new variant, it's like. I don't know how we're going to get COVID to go away. It's not know. going away. And I don't know how we're going to get it to, you know, settle and kind of just be something that we can live with for our lives. But, you know, history does repeat itself. And I've seen some photographs of people with masks on. From the Spanish flu. From the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We, we're going to get through it. But it's, you know, it's kind of a little bit hectic, you know, mm-hmm. right now. I mean, it's a new variant out. Uh, IHC. Yeah. Then they the flu Rona, and then there's another one that's like Delta Rona. It'll make your head hurt. It is. I mean, I don't know. It's at this point we've been dealing with COVID for two, two years. years. Mm-hmm. Two. And it's just. It's stressful and it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of at the point where you're tired of talking about it and you're tired of hearing about it and you're tired of debating and you're tired of people having self-righteous opinions mm-hmm. and you're tired of arguing and you're tired of just... I know. The whole thing, it's just too much. And it's like, it's sort of... 
personal at this point, you know, like how you dealing with it, what you do, what you decide to do. It's like asking somebody, well, who who you sleeping with tonight? Like, dang, that's your, why you in my business? Yeah. You know, and that's how it goes, like, with the vaccine. Are you vaccinated or not? And people ask you that, like, it's just, just yes or no. I mean, it is a simple yes or no, but it then evolves into something else. Because if somebody's asking you that, that doesn't believe in the vaccine, then it's, well, why are you vaccinated? And then if it's somebody who's vaccinated and believes, well, why aren't you vaccinated? And then you get into, like, this whole conversation. And by the time you finally get to wherever it is that you land, you talking about something completely different, and you may have offended that person. They may have offended you. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like po- oh, like politics. It is. It's very political, mm-hmm. and it has been political for the last two years. Yes. Um, and I feel like the agenda was to quote unquote keep Americans, keep people safe, mm-hmm. right? But that ain't that ain't it. Yeah. That is not the move that is not how people are moving and to be honest i feel like that's not how they've been moving at all from the very beginning yeah um i do believe that you know it ain't gonna be soon but it's gonna come out some bullshit is, is 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 whatever it is if it's some bull crap it's going to come out and that's just that on that. Um Yeah. I um I was about to, I was watching something. Um hmm. Oh, real quick before we, you know, move from this all this COVID talk. So <clears throat> do you think like now that the conversation is shifting from people being quote unquote fully vaccinated vaccinated meaning like two shots mm-hmm. to being boosted, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that that's where the conversation is going. It's moving away from are you fully vaccinated to now are you boosted? Yeah. Yeah, because I was having a conversation with my mother, and we were talking about COVID, of course. And so, she had said something like, um, being vaccinated, and I was like, you know that 200 million people in America are vaccinated, right? Mm -hmm. And this is from, I didn't come up with these numbers, I didn't say this news, you know, I didn't come up with this news, this was what the President of the United States said. That 200 million people are vaccinated. She was like, yeah, but they're not fully vaccinated. And I'm sure that they, there's a lot, she's like, a lot of the problem is people only have one shot. But they vaccinated. Right. They're 80, according to what I thought, that means you're 85%, right? Mm-hmm. Supposed to be covered. So, now there's, so now is a thing where it's unvaccinated. Now it's people who are not fully vaccinated. And this is why it's so many breakout cases. I'm just like, I can't whatever but 200 million people that's the majority of the the united states yeah. the united states is only 300 million right girl so, yeah anyway corona needs to go on mm. so we may progress with our lives ain't going ain't going nowhere we just gonna have to figure out how to deal with it because it's here well in other news <laughs> what's going on in the world of social media 
Everything, baby. Everything and then some. Ooh, did everybody see how Drake made that girl burn? Did you see that? Well, yeah, because she was a freaking idiot thinking she was going to do a travel. Go trap little, him. Arbery baby, and he put hot sauce in the condom. <laughs> When I read it, I was like, "What?" And I, I first read, it, I was I was reading it, and I was going over the story. I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, she want to make sure it's consensual. Okay, got it, got it, good. All right, all right." And I said, "You did what? Oh my god, you took the condom and put it, and, and did oh, okay. And now you want to sue him because you did something that was not consensual with him. Be, that is going to be thrown out." It's gonna be thrown out. Nobody told you to stick that man. Nobody told you in to your do vagina. That. No, you mm-hmm. burned your own coochie. He didn't burn your coochie. No, trying to get a quick buck. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And I, I never understood that. I mean, I get the concept because you trying to trap somebody. But my thing is, you what if what if what if they got something? Right. What if I mean, technically, this it was tainted because he put hot sauce in it. Mm-hmm. But what if it was tainted some other type of way? Yeah. And then you be like, oh, he burned me. Well, how did he get burned? Because he said he had a condom on. Girl. Yes, I saw that foolishness. And then uh, it was this black on condom company um, that on his uh, Instagram put their logo on a packet of hot sauce. Yes, I saw <laughs> Girl, ugh. People are so weird. People are so weird. And I saw online that um first of all i'm very happy that britney spears has been lifted from her conservatorship uh yeah very much so happy and um she just thankful yeah yeah very much so thankful that her family um isn't able to take advantage of her like that that's some white people privilege you hear me it is. Like, how do you do that to a person that's living sound mind and then say they crazy and whatever? But her sister, um, Jamie. Jamie Lynn Spears, was on television. I didn't even watch it because I was like, at this point, let Britney live. Like, nobody's seen you since you got pregnant. Nobody's seen you. And then out of the blue, here you come, want to tell your side of the story. What story do you have to tell? You literally got a TV show Based off of your last name, but the last name that your sister built. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you got to say. You are very much so involved, just She's as involved. She's mad because, you know, she had went live and she was talking about how she, you know, loves Brittany. She always supports her. And this was during the court proceedings. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brittany clapped back and was like, uh, where were you? When I needed your support then. Like, don't come out now talking about some, you support me, you love me, you this, that, and a third. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, nah, nah. Keep that over there. Right. Because when it mattered. Right. You was hush, hush. And the mm-hmm. same thing she was saying with her mother. Right. Like, I want to hit. And then, and some of the details <clears throat> that was coming out um, during the proceedings, like, she was on forced birth control. Yes, for, for years. 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 When I saw that, I was like, what? Her body's jacked. It has to be. And people wonder, and like, when she had that nervous breakdown, she right. said, like, why she snapped and went crazy. And, and all of these of, things come out, and you like, yeah. I understand. But her I would have done it too. Right after that, it's like, but you have been driving this girl crazy the whole, whole time. time. 
And not to mention, and then the whole Kevin Federline situation exactly. just like made it worse. Yeah. Yes. And then took that as if she's not human enough to be able to have a nervous breakdown and you do all of this extra stuff after. <sighs> yeah, but she was like, the conservatorship being lifted ain't enough. She wants to no, see they need to go to, to, go to Yeah, they need to go to jail. They really do. I was reading one of her statements that she had posted about her sister just recently. Um, she was saying that she feels that her sister's taking the opportunity now to speak out because maybe she might be trying to write a tell-all book or whatever based on Britney. Mm. And um, she pretty much was just saying, like, at one point, she was laying in her bed with a fever. And Britney act- or Jane? Britney. Oh. And she was laying in her bed with a fever, 104. And she asked the security guard, can you give me some Aleve? And the security guard was like, no, you have to just stay there and lay in the bed with the fever. And none of our family would help her. I'm sick. And I can't even get any medicine? I was like, oh my God. Like, I could I can't imagine that. And then it's like, how is, how is this even legal? And I know that obviously it's legal, but how is this thing because even... Because deemed unfit. And you know, after... Um she was deemed unfit. It's just like when you get committed. Yeah. And people, um, I forget what it's called, but they, even if you're an adult, you have like a guardian. Mm-hmm. It's the same, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. But it's so crazy because I remember that when um, they deemed her unfit and they gave the kids to the dad. And now that I'm a parent, I'm like, did anybody really take the time to evaluate whether or not she was dealing with postpartum? Because people think no. postpartum is just the first six weeks. No, it's like Post, up to two years. Up to two years. And maybe longer, mm-hmm. depending on what your emotional state was, your mental state was prior. You could have been really dealing with something and, and it could have been suppressed that came out after you had the child. Mm-hmm. So, did anybody even take the time to be like, you really dealing with... And that's the problem with the whole idea of mothers being strong after mm-hmm. they have kids. Because everybody thinks that you, you're just supposed to bounce back and become yourself. This new elevated version of yourself because you had a child and the child grew in your body for nine months. Not knowing that for those nine months, you could have been thinking of a multitude of things. Right. And as you're preparing yourself for this child, those things are starting to heighten because you probably don't even feel equipped enough to have these children because what your parent, what your parents did to you or what they didn't do or the lack thereof or what's going on in your relationship. Is your partner actively there? Because people paint marriage and children like it's going to be this peaches and cream thing. Like the man is going to be there and help you. He's going to go to all the doctor's appointments, going to hold your hand. He's going to do and it don't be like that. And that's why, like, it's, I think, because a lot of men in that regard do the bare minimum or nothing at all. Yeah. It's refreshing when you do see a man do what he's supposed to do in right. regards to being supportive to his mate. And I sh- shared a, a photo, it was a video of a woman who just had, I think, her second child. Mm-hmm. And her husband was prepping her um, post her, her postpartum in a, a pad mm-hmm. and I think he was putting like maybe aloe vera on it he was putting some type of like gel I can't I don't I wasn't sure what it was but he was prepping it for it and she was like while she was um, either in the shower or on the, on the pot mm-hmm. um, waiting for him to get done and it's like 
that should be the norm. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, and I'm not saying it isn't, but we hear more, more times than not. Exactly, we hear more mm-hmm. of the, you know, where they you don't have that, you right. don't have that support. Right. Like, I don't know if me and you talked about this. I think me and somebody else was talking about the video of a woman who it was a black mom who um, on TikTok she was prepping her baby for the night doula mm-hmm. and people were like shaming her and oh, saying, I saw that and saying that it was um very entitled and elite it's like why do you need a night doula why do you need this thing and it's like what's because wrong she needs with that? to sleep exactly what's wrong with that mm-hmm. like she needs that me time she's with the all day long and not to me i think she's like an entrepreneur or something mm-hmm. so or even let's just say she isn't, and she works, and she works from home, and she's trying to balance her life with, and I'm not sure if she's a new mom, but let's just say she is a new mom, trying to balance her life with ba- new baby, and trying to work, and probably not having her mate in the house because he's out working. working right. So by the nighttime comes, like, I want to have time to myself. Right. What's wrong with having time to yourself? No, y'all mad because you can't afford exactly. a nighttime doula. Say that. Say having. Exactly. I think it should be relatively available exactly. for moms to have a nighttime doula if they want one. Or a daytime doula. Whatever, daytime whatever doula. she want to have, she should be able to have it. And you know what's crazy? You say that about the the idea of the luxury of having these things. One of our friends, um, she was telling me, well, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Brandy, our friend Brandy was saying that one of the things that she always has budgeted, no matter what her income looked like, was a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And she didn't come all the time. She came one time a week. But mm-hmm. Brandy would budget that. And during that time, she would be able to relax. Like, somebody else is taking care of this for yeah. me. And when she said it to me, I was like, that's not... it." To me, when she first said it, it was like, that's a luxury. And this was before I had kids. But then when I had kids, I'm like, no, no like, you need that. That's a necessity. That. You need somebody to come in. So yeah. whether it's your night doula, whether it's your housekeeper, whether it's your personal shopper, whether mm-hmm. whatever it is, if you can afford to do that, you shouldn't be shamed to doing that. Yeah. We should make having more experiences... Something that we do, something that we do. Yeah. Why is this not talked about? Why don't we? Why? Why isn't this what's, you know, told to new parents or even parents? what if the mom had two kids mm-hmm. and needs some assistance? Even the mom and the dad, because just because dad's not there doesn't mean that he's not stressed. He got to mm-hmm. go to work. Maybe he's not making enough money because now mom's at home with the baby most times, so and he's trying to figure out. So that night doula gives him and her opportunity to connect. Not so much make another baby, but to yeah. connect with each other, unwind, figure out what's mm-hmm. going on, get to there. Like, why? Why are we shaming people for these things? And she, but, but the thing about it was, the only thing the nighttime doula was is just making sure, like, if the baby wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And Exactly. The baby's going to be asleep. Yep. Majority of the time. It's probably those three, two, three, four a.m. feedings mm-hmm. that she's like, I need to be more refreshed in the morning. Yeah. Because she did all the prep. Yeah. Like, she gave the baby a bath. Yeah. Jammies. She had put, like, a, I think, like, a heating pad down so mm-hmm. the baby could be warm. All of that. Prep for the, so then she said when the doula got there, she took over and she, like, she went and she, like, I, you know, have a bath. Yeah. And I just relaxed. The doula is just there for the time where the baby is sleeping, where she doesn't have to get up to do those things, diaper changes or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. It's not like, and I mean, even if she could, even if it was a nanny, 
Yeah. What's wrong with that? And then if this is something that somebody's showing you on social media, this could be a one a one time a week thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like I just said, one time a week. It yeah. could be one time. She's just showing Once you. Once a month. Who exactly. knows? Who knows? And you're shaming somebody for having an experience mm. of relaxation. That's what I'm telling you. The idea and she was black. Yeah. The idea of the strong black woman is so toxic. It is so or black women don't deserve luxury. luxury. Why? Why do we have to continue to carry all of the burden, all of the stress, all of the pain? Why do we have to continue to carry that? Why can't we be like, you know what? I can afford this. I'm getting it. Yeah. I can do this. I'm getting it. Yeah. Why can't we live in luxury? The minute you see a black girl with a nice car, nice clothes, nice shoes, hair done, nails. She just always put together. Kids look good. Whatever the situation is. Why can't she have that? Why are we looking down on her for that? Or why are we saying that she feels entitled? No. She, she, no. Yes. She is entitled. She's entitled to a good life. And whether that good life be a luxurious life Mm -hmm. or it be a very simple life, she's entitled to whatever the hell she want to have. Yeah, she is. But it has nothing to do with her. Mm -hmm. It's everything about me. Exactly. Because... I didn't have that luxury. Right. I couldn't afford, or I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. And so because I couldn't afford it, or I didn't know it was a thing, or that wasn't presented to me, or whatever the case may be, you want to put your stuff onto Onto other people. Yeah. It's projection. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that mom. Yeah. It has everything to do with, because of the space I was in at the time when I had my baby, I'm feeling away. Right. And, and and that's the thing, people not we're being honest with their feelings. Right. And how we feel and it's like we wanna point the finger, you, 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 you and it's saying like saying, Okay, let me sit down and take a break and say, Why do I why am I upset by this? Right. Right. Why is this upsetting? Why is that bothering you? Why exactly? Because we're not ready to have that No. But one of my um friends, a person that I know. She had made a, 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 a good statement, and it was honest. She was like, for a very long time, she was, she's working on it, but she's like, out being jealous mm-hmm. of her friends or the people that she know and the things that they would experience. Yeah. And she's like, I would get so jealous. She's like, so jealous hearted. Yeah. And she's like, I would, you know, be happy for the, on the surface. surface. Right. But feeling away, like... How dare they get a house, or how dare they get a car, or right. how dare they right. have a healthy baby? Whatever the case may be, it's like, but really tapping in to say, why am I feeling this way? Right, because I too can have those things if yeah. I wanted those. If things. I wanted those things, that's a conversation that we need to be having, like for yeah. real, because people feel, you know what? It's um the book um breaking the chains of psychological slavery mm-hmm. by Dr. Cornell West. Mm-hmm. One of the chains that he talks about black people specifically needing to break is this idea that you have something Mm -hmm. and now I want to take it from you because I'm so jealous that I can't have it. But Mm -hmm. I can have it Mm -hmm. if I just ask you, how did you get it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's so embedded in us from back then Yes, that we still operate in that space now yes that's sad it is it's and it's very unfortunate and i think it does 
the greater collective a disservice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just too much. And um, but going back to what I said, you know, in take a seat back, right? And you know, say well, why and, and understanding your feelings a little bit better. Um, and that's why why you're feeling that way, and then make action to not feel that way. Right, <laughs> like, that's it. Um, because it, like I said, it has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with you. You know, and I guess too, Jonathan is such a um. Oh, I don't want to use the word weird because it's not weird, but a very interesting emotion. It is. Um, I was watching a clip from this was an old clip. Um, from the Steve Harvey show, mm-hmm. his um, talk show, and he used to have like different panels, like a panel of women, a panel yeah, of women. Yeah, I remember that. Like that. I used to love that. <clears throat> and they were saying, I think the question was, um, is jealousy a necessary emotion, like in a re- in your relationship? Mm-hmm. And so, this one woman, she said she was dating this man for, I don't know, a year, two years, whatever. And she said she, because she wasn't jealous, like she didn't, you know, mind if he had female friends. She didn't mind if he did that. She didn't mind. She wasn't. That wasn't her her stick, right? Mm-hmm. She said that certain things he would do, she wouldn't question. So it, their relationship rocked on. It went on for short. He ended up being unfaithful. Um, certain behaviors he displayed were. Inappropriate. She was saying that she believes if she was more jealous mm-hmm. in the sense of questioning some of the things he did, mm-hmm. possibly she would have saved herself more time. Wow. And the other women were saying like, and she said basically she thinks in some regards like jealousy is um, a necessary a necessary emotion in your relationship. That's what I said back, and I was thinking, and I'm like, I don't. I'm not going to say jealousy per se, but having a level of interest in your mates, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because some people feel like if you are too liberal, yeah. like if you're too like, well, okay, what you do is what you do. And I have that attitude without saying, okay, well, um, I want to say questioning some things, but asking questions. To help that person feel like you're still interested in me, or you're interested in what I do, and you're you still want or desire me. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you think so? I guess the question to you: Do you think that jealousy is a necessary emotion in a relationship? I think it is very unnecessary. Uh-huh. I think it is very, very unnecessary because it can get kind of ugly really quickly. Yeah. If that emotion is not used in the manner in which it just keeps the spark there. Like, you know, but if it's if it's too much, mm-hmm. it needs to not be in the relationship. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, I think, like I said, I think it's one of those things where... Being attentive, right? I think that was her problem. I don't yeah. think it was a jealousy thing. I think it was, you know, she's so 
probably too laid back and mm-hmm. then the person probably like okay well you don't care you don't, you don't care, care about, about me. me right so i'm just gonna go off yeah i think it was just because you're not feeding me in some capacity, capacity. yeah so yeah i mean it's you know it's a lot happening in these social media streets for real for real it is i saw kim and kanye Getting a divorce, of course. Well, everybody know that. Then she get she got a new boo. She dated what's his name? That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then Kanye bought a house across the street from Kim's. And then Kim told him she can't he can't come to the baby birthday party. Baby, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why these people be with them. Um, Tristan Thompson had a baby on clothes. But and listen, listen, because you know you know how I feel about it. You know how I feel about that situation. You can't be mad. Because you get them how you lose them. No, what is it? You lose them how you get them. Mm-hmm. And you get what you got. You get what you got. Okay? You get what you get and you don't yeah. throw a fit. Exactly. It <laughs> was so crazy because Lamar Odom was like, he called Tristan Thompson like trash or something for cheating on him. I'm like, that nigga still love. He still loves her. Like, let her go, bro. She don't want you. First of all, she had you out here on crazy. You know what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that go. Let but you. I'm going to I'm going to this. What you gonna say? What you gonna When it comes to a know nothing, she has beep 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 beep. <laughs> we, what, what, what are we saying here? Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? He let's let's run it down on them, and then I'll I'll, I'll go back. Okay, okay. First of all, he was in a relationship and was with. The other Jordan. And was. And had a baby with her. And indeed. And you don't hear him say anything about his son. Right? No. Okay. And she living her life, her her son, doing doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Minding a good old business. Business. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you knew he was with this girl. And you knew when you started dating this man, she was pregnant. Yep. You remember that? But you... being the type of person you are and coming mm-hmm. from the family yard because y'all think that's it's cute, cute. Mm-hmm. but specifically Chloe because mm-hmm. she's good for taking somebody else's man yeah. and then want to cry wolf when it happens to her yeah. but whatever so you knew this girl was pregnant and you knew that was his child and you knew that they was in a relationship so you slithered your way mm-hmm. and ended up getting with him y'all mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. taking photos mm-hmm. posting them on social media then you get pregnant then you want to be mad because he did the wrong thing by kissing your sister's friend. Yeah. Okay, then after that, I, I can't even count how many bitches it's been since, since the Jordan then. situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and then now you it comes that he done impregnated somebody and then claiming it wasn't his baby, but you knew. You knew the possibility of that little baby being your baby. You knew that. Girl. So now he out here three by three. Three by three. But who knows? It could be more. They just ain't spoken up yet. Girl, I don't know. I'm just like, ooh, it's too much. I mean, like, she, she, first of all, the whole Kurt Kardashian Jenner clan to me is trash. And they only gain recognition because people keep feeding into their mess and yeah. their bullcrap. Yeah. Because their brands aren't worth what they worth. Mm. But whatever. But the fact of the matter is every guy that she's dated or she's seen, been seen with 
was with somebody else. Yeah. Prior. Prior. Mm-hmm. She hit up Trina two times. French Montana. Yeah. And and Hardy. You get what you get. When, when you get what you get, you throw, throw a fit. Oh, well, he didn't have a baby on you. So what? A lot of niggas out here having babies on my Jason, um, uh, oh, Momoa, Momoa, yeah, and um, Lisa Bonet are splitting up. Split it up, girl. Ugh. I'm so sad five, for they that. They've only been married five years, but y'all been together for 16 Ten years. years. Yeah. Well, y'all get married. I feel, and that happens. It's so weird to me. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, on on a good note though, I saw that Miguel and his wife. I saw that uh, rekindling, yeah, which is really good. so. May maybe I mean the shutdown and COVID really exposed a lot of stuff and yeah. a lot of different relationships. Whether people were married, just living yeah. together, whatever. They used to be in the same household for so long. So maybe they need a break. Yeah, you know what I'm saying and. During not a divorce, but during the separation phase, like Miguel and his wife, maybe they might come back together and rekindle. I hope, I hope so. Because he said that he loved her since he was a little boy. Like yeah. that's his dream girl. And you got her. However, over time people evolve. True. And they change. True. And what you bring to the table may not be what they need at that current table. True. Maybe they True. don't know how to shift. True. And I mean, she's so much older than him, too. And he is. So, but, and it's, like, on the train of people splitting up, Megan Good. Oh, uh, no! If somebody had, the, the internet, let me just say this. <laughs> the internet is a very shady place. Very shady. Because, did yeah. you see what somebody said talking about some, all these years, they were talking about be abstinent mm-hmm. and, and not have sex, but y'all <laughs> splitting up. Yeah. I yeah. out. I said, shut up. The one that I thought was the, the funniest was Megan was at the was at a party for Harlem mm. and they got a picture of her with everybody that she was giving a hug to. And the caption says, When you break up in the streets, I welcome you back. I said, <laughs> Jesus, I said, they just are like so ruthless. Like, ruthless. Like, no. And then then uh Devon posted that picture where he was, was looking crying. all sick and crying. I said, Oh, they're gonna make Megan look like she was just ready to be out in the streets and make him look like he at home crying, praying to God, like, oh my God, here we go. But you know what? It was so crazy because in the comments, people were the first comment I saw was um, when it, I think it broke on Saturday and then on Sunday, that very next day, which is Sunday, somebody commented, I bet Megan happy she ain't got to get up and go to church. I, I said, saw people that. are I so rude. I saw that. Like but somebody said, and I'm like this, I don't know. 
this to be true because they don't know what these individuals fertility situation is but somebody exactly. made a, a statement like just rude like it was like oh he finally leaving her because she don't want to have a baby she just too focused on her career how do you know that how do you know that to be true, true. exactly how do you know she didn't try she didn't have multiple miscarriages like gabrielle no union like how do you know you don't know that exactly. how do you know it's her that don't want children. How you know it's not him? That don't exactly because it's always the onus is, is always on the women. Just because girl. he's supposed to be living by the book and he the pastor, but we know many pastors that don't live by the book. Anymore. They don't. I just I mean after almost ten years, they would have been married ten years this year. Yeah, of being married. That's mm-mm. but we you know stuck, what people we stuck, we stuck together. We people stuck say like if you get to year seven. Then your marriage can withstand anything, you know, because people correlate seven with the year of completion and and God and everything being great in His purpose. Um, Even that's one of my favorite numbers. But you don't know, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't know. We we like we're not a fly on the wall. We're not a broom in the closet. We don't know mm. what it looks like when the cameras are off. When the uh, publishers are away, when the pens have to go up from writing the books, when the speeches are over, we don't know what it looked like. So, you know, for somebody to be in such a vulnerable position and we kind of mock it, you know, it's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad on the internet, you know, watching people mock it on the internet, it's like it's sad. But, you know, you don't, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And the, also the, the other pressures of it, right? Because right when they first announced that they were going to get married and all these things, um, no, when they were married, people were coming for Megan yeah. about the way she dressed, mm-hmm. about the roles that she took. And it's like, first of all, that is her line of profession. She's not a hoe. She's not a prostitute. She's not doing any of those he things. Who he was married. Who he she's was married. Ma- she's the- been an actress all her life. They met each other on a set. Yeah. On a set. On a set of a movie where she was lusting after somebody else. I'm saying in the movie. That was yeah. her role. So now you upset. You can't be mad. You can't be mad at the decision that he made, and then tell her to fix herself with the decision that he made. No. So now you're trying to confine me into a box. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make me be upset. I mean, because Megan has what? Well, she got that lead role. I can't even remember what the name of that show was. She had that leading role in that show on Fox, and that didn't last very long. And then what some small roles here and there i mean not mm-hmm. small but like smaller things here and there and then kind of like not seeing her like for real mm-hmm. and then she pops back up in harlem and it's like okay megan like you back what's going on she just want to work as she should why are we making it anything else because the notion that be- she, because he's a pastor she should solely take the role of being a pastor's wife and it's like no, he wanted to pass when she met him. Exactly, being, so. a, being a pastor's wife. So, and I think that's unfair because she would been doing what she's been doing her whole life, way longer mm-hmm. than he been in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And you know, and to stop her from doing something obviously that she loves, because if she didn't love acting, she probably she would have been stopped, stopped a long time ago. Right. Um, I think it's just I, I don't. I don't know, you know, um, like, even with, like, Lisa Bonet and Miguel or Megan Good, I don't know what their relationships are. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fly on the wall, nor the sheets on the bed. Yeah. I can't say. But it's, I think, 
what we from what we see from what is shown it's sad that you know these relationships that have been forming for such a long not formal have been formed for such a long time are like splitting like when you see people they're like oh yeah um this couple has been married for 25 years and it's like they're 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 on splitsville what the like, so then what is it for us common folk? Yeah. We ain't got nobody. But you know what else is crazy? The one that, like, really hurt my heart? Mm-hmm. Deara and Ken from YouTube. I knew that was coming. Yeah, but it oh, hurt. wow. Because he couldn't, he can't stop not doing goofy shit. That, but I'm saying, before all the goofy stuff started happening, Deara and Ken were like, They've been together since high school. He was not high school. She was in high school. Okay, he wasn't in high school. She was in high school. Young. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, you think about, for the, you said for the common folks, they are amongst, they're not married. No. But they trying, they were trying to because, do something. But they can never get there, because they they've been engaged for years. They, only got, they got engaged right before COVID. So that's like, that's like. Years, but only one because the second the second year of the engagement it has started to get rocky, and if you paid if anybody paid attention to her social media she had been she had been took the ring off yeah she had been together so they were just together and I think the issue with the whole thing was they were together because they still had that YouTube stuff yeah they and they, they still needed to make money and when they separated their YouTube because originally you remember when the YouTube they were going in separate ways on YouTube. They were still saying, because people was like, oh, they breaking up. And they were like, no, we're not breaking up. Right. We're just, because that's the, YouTube couples, that's the lie that they tell before they break with the, uh-huh. the bombshells. Like, yeah. they've been broke up. Yeah. <clears throat> but they don't want to mess up their brand. So, yeah. when they made the announcement that they were separating on YouTube, they was like, oh, we're not breaking up. He's just going to do his thing on YouTube. I'm going to do my thing on YouTube. And we just going to keep you know our saying? pages, with, keep this page up and maybe come. Right. Exactly. Do nothing. And then... Not too long after that, it was like they not together no more. Yeah, it was the same thing when with um uh Queen uh Naja oh, and Naja. Chris. Yeah, it was the same thing with I don't know if you knew um uh, what's her name uh Damo. Oh yeah 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 Damo and, and, her, she was and her girlfriend yeah Damo and Chrissy. Same thing with that. Mm-hmm. All these like YouTube couples that be going to Swissville. It'd be the same stuff. But I'm curious, though, and I wonder what you think. Who's really going to maintain, like, and elevate from this situation? Who's like, about? Deara and Ken? Yeah. Like, Deara. Have you seen her face? First of all, if you go to Ken's YouTube, you I have the same height. Huh? You oh, yeah. have the same height. I watched one video on Ken's page, and I liked Ken. I liked Ken when they were together. I don't think Ken getting as much support as Deara. Deara is taking off 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 like she's getting more bookings um you know she didn't just got her a new place she got a new place she's still putting her content out stuff that people still people still want to see what diera is doing. even on tiktok people now are doing this trend on tiktok where it's um the, where they're recreating we, her yeah, wardrobe wardrobe yeah let's see about ken but see the crazy part about it is is you were the person that ended the relationship so you can't think that your follow that people gonna want to follow you. Like you might have some loyal supporters, but they're gonna go and follow the person that was hurt. Dear is elevated, like for real. And I think too, I think people probably were cause just still following him. 
because they were together, but mm-hmm. they stopped him years ago. Ago. Mm-hmm. And then when they were when they split, they was like, "Well, I don't have him no more." Because yeah, because they're not together. They're not together. It was so sad. I mean, like I, to think about it, like they they the video that they did. I remember watching the engagement the proposal video and i was just like it's so beautiful like this was beautiful like everything that he did up until that point then when they did the announcement party the engagement party everything was beautiful and i was just like this illusion of marriage when you can't even keep it together but guys i think really truly honestly and probably for both of them but more so for her she probably knew that that's not even going to be the way. Yeah. And I think it was more so a push for them to get engaged because that's what people want to see. To see. Mm-hmm. People want to see them get married. And so... Because in the comments, they would always be like, when's the wedding? Mm-hmm. When y'all going to have a baby? Hey, Lokito, I'm so proud of De'Ara for not having a baby. Yeah. Because it ain't too many of them couples that go to Splitsville that just leave each other alone without having to still deal with each other. I don't matter if they straight, other. if they heterosexual, homosexual. Yeah. They, they bring in a baby into the situation. And I'm 100% proud of De'Ara for being like, we ain't married, we ain't three years into the marriage, mm-hmm. you ain't getting no baby about me. Sorry, no. Yeah. We, we could do all this good loving. You ain't getting no baby about me. Yeah, I, but I knew, I was like, and I tell me, so like, dang, that's, that's messed up, but I'm like, he can't, he can't, stay, he can't stay straight, and I think too, uh, for her, and I think from a perspective of a brand, it's hard when you, your band, brand is based around you all being a couple, mm-hmm. and people follow you and watch you because you all are a couple, mm-hmm. so if you out here, you know what I'm saying? Doing inappropriate stuff with other other people. Now you messing up. You, you messing hurting up the, the brand. brand. You hurting the brand. You messing up our bag. Yeah. So I think it too. It's kind of like it's not, but it is. Like I was um, thinking about Lala, Anthony, and Carmela, right? Yeah. And that was sad because of how long they've been together. But yeah. it's people know what they got. Their mates. Mm-hmm. You know if your mates a whore or not. You know if they loyal or not. I think the problem, even going back to Deer and Ken, is that she knew she knows him better than anybody on the internet. Yeah. But it's like, hold off. Like, if I'm not tripping, why can't you do something that's more discreet? Like, mm-hmm. why do you have to do it with people that's like <clears throat> that want to make sure that we feel exactly? Yeah. 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 And y'all live in a city, no shade to Atlanta, but a big shade to Atlanta. Y'all live in a city where people don't want to see nobody happy. No. They don't want to see nobody happy. They don't want to see no relationships succeed. I mean, that's just on it's, it's Atlanta's like LA. It's, it's the black, I say this all the time, it's a black version of LA. And that's the lifestyle for single people. Mm-hmm. Unless you live in like the suburbs or like. Something like that, but yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of um couples that I follow over the years where they are not together, and mm-hmm. it's like 
you know, one is elevating, doing their thing. Like when I said, Damo and Chrissy. Like you, don't even, I don't even hear her name on 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 the interwebs. Who and Chris? 